You're listening to the Holy Hot Mess Mom podcast. I'm Heather, and I like to treat this podcast like we're just old friends sitting around in our jam jams with no makeup, a messy bun, and probably some sort of bodily fluid on our shirt from a child. In this show, we chat about homemaking, simplifying mommyhood, Jesus, and everything in between. This is a place where we embrace that life can sometimes be a crazy, beautiful, hilarious mess. I want to give you the encouragement, support, and some practical tips to help you thrive, even when some days you might feel like you're riding the Holy Hot Mess Express. So grab Grab a cup of coffee or wine if it's been one of those days. Relax. Let's chat. Here we are with another one of my here's what's working for me Wednesdays. This one is kind of a, I always struggle with this and it's a humbling one to talk about because it's embarrassing, but we're going to talk about it. Have you ever, if you have kids or even a husband, when you leave your phone out, they grab your phone and they're like, here's your phone, mommy. And then a few minutes later, your phone's laying somewhere else. Here's your phone, mommy. My two-year-old grabs my phone all the time and starts scrolling around playing on it. And it drives me crazy because we always say kids aren't allowed to have phones. But then I think these kids probably think this phone is an extension of my body. Like it's always on me. I always have it with me. That's a really humbling experience because you think my main job in life is to raise these little humans and I'm giving more attention to this screen in front of my face than these kids. It's a really, really big eye opener. One time I saw a picture of people and you can imagine this for any scenario. There was one time where this wedding photographer was trying to get a picture of the bride coming down the aisle, but she couldn't see the bride because everybody was sticking out into the aisle, holding their phones out to take pictures and stuff of it. And then there's another one where there's all these people in an audience with the Pope, like he's doing his thing where he comes out and says hi to people. Everybody is looking at this moment through their phone, except for one little old lady. She's sitting there soaking in every moment of being in Rome and being in Vatican City and seeing the Pope and getting to shake his hand instead of witnessing it through a screen. I just think, how often do we do that? Like we take all these pictures and we post them all on social media, but we aren't ever actually present in the moment. So here's your swift kick in the butt. Grab your phone. Like right now, go grab your phone. I want you to go to settings. Then you're going to click on battery. Next, you're going to scroll down. Next, you're going to scroll down and you're going to see where it says 24 hours or last seven days. It shows the activity for the last 24 hours, last seven days, based on a percentage of battery usage, tap on the words show activity, and it's going to switch from showing a percentage of battery usage to actual time during the 24 hours or the week that you've spent in each app. That's already humbling enough. Now I want you to look at all your social media apps or apps that you just mindlessly do. Let's say your text message app, your email app, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, you know, whatever other ones, maybe even Safari if you just scroll on Safari and read things all the time. Add up all the time you spend in those apps. It's shocking, right? Even if you're super good and you're only on your phone total for an hour every day, in seven days, you've spent seven hours of your week on the phone. And another 17 days after that, you've spent an entire day of your life on your phone in social media type apps. Like thinking about that makes me want to cry because I have four kids who need me and in this time of their life need love, physical touch and encouragement. My attention is being given to the screen and it makes me want to cry. Then I think about the time I could be spent doing the things that you say you don't have time for, but you do. Reading the Bible, going to church, working out, reading to your kids, keeping your house clean, staying on top of the laundry. In the perspective of reading to your kids, if you read to your kids one hour a day, instead of being on social media for one hour a day with virtual friends, in one year, 
you would have spent a total of 15 days reading to your kids. And then over the course of the time they are with you in your home, like till the age of 18, you will have spent a total of nine months worth of hours reading to your kids before they graduate or move out. Now, if you put that in the terms of social media, if you aren't spending that time intentionally, then you're spending nine months or more of your child's life on social media. Like just let that soak in like that's It's awful. And I'm not condoning anyone because this is a problem that I have. And then I like go on these waves where I'm like real intentional about it. And then it slips back. I am not a shiny, perfect person at all. And I will never claim to be. And if I ever start claiming to be somebody call the police because I've been abducted or something, because I am the first person to admit I am not a shiny, perfect person. But the first step to making a change with something you need in your life is admitting you got a problem. And in this day and age, this is a problem. We, as a society, have. Like I said, I've done this before. I get really good and intentional, but then life happens and I get lonely or bored or tired and mindlessly scrolling becomes more and more of a habit. And these are the times that we need that swift kick in the butt. So here we go. Practical ways to cut back on the phone time and simplify your phone usage. So I've got some settings that help different little tips and things like that. It's a pretty extensive list, so you don't have to do all of it. But take a few of these things and really try to cut back that time that you spent weekly on your phone. So the first one is spend some time simplifying the social media and removing your excess apps. You can go on individually to Facebook and Instagram and all those things and stop following people or unfriend people you don't associate with anymore or people you don't even really know. One thing I like to do frequently because I like to keep my friends on Facebook is I like to go through to the pages feed and just unsubscribe from all of the pages I follow and then leave a whole bunch of the meaningless groups that I follow because those take up so much time in my feed. And honestly, on Facebook, I want to keep up with friends and family when I am looking at stuff. Another thing is to, in your email, subscribe to something like Unroll Me. Now I say something like, because as I was researching for this episode, I found out that Unroll Me is actually owned by a research marketing company. They sell your information. Now they have disclosed, because I guess it was a big issue like three or four years ago, they've disclosed that they don't sell your personal information. It's all made anonymous and sent off to marketing research companies and things like that. But Basically, the way this app works is you subscribe to it. It has access to all of your emails and you're able to go into this website or this app and basically kind of like Tinder, like it'll pop up with an email subscription you're at. You can swipe right to un- to like unsubscribe from it, swipe left to put it in your roll up, which is basically like a daily digest email that's going to have all of your marketing emails and like the automated emails you get from newsletters and things like that. So you could do that if you're cool with them anonymously sending your information off to companies or just go through and every time you read an email, don't just delete it, unsubscribe from it if it is something you really don't care about. Another thing is organize your icons into folders and put the majority of the folders on your second screen, not your home screen. I guess there's some sort of psychology (laughs) that I don't really know. I like kind of saw it and I didn't really look too much into it. So it could be totally fake. But if you have to seek out an app to find it, it's going to make you less likely to open it so often. So if it's just right there on your home screen, our thumb knows where that Instagram icon is and it's like a magnet. So most of our scrolling and our app usage is mindless. And so if you have to make an effort to swipe and then go into a folder and then click an icon, psychology somehow says that that's going to make you 
not as likely to mindlessly do it. Another setting would be to turn off every single notification. Seriously, every single one of them. And I'm a huge fan of this one because think about it. We're in a world right now where the people that are most important to us, either in that moment or all the time should be most important to us, are pushed to the side because of a noise or an icon on our phone. So when this notification, a noise, a badge, a banner, whatever, is turned off, you're not going to be notified every time you get an email, which is probably spam, or a text, which is could just be an emoji. And I don't know about you, but my ability to pick up my phone, read the text, and stop there went out the window around like the iPhone 3. I pick it up, check this meaningless like ha-ha-ha text, then I get on Instagram, Facebook, check my email, get lost on Google, and then all of a sudden I've wasted 15 minutes of my life and told my kids to hold on six times because I'm mother of the year, clearly. But if you turn off all these notifications, you're not going to get those constant reminders to pick up the phone. You'll have to actively be like, oh, I haven't checked my texts in six hours. Let me see if I got a text message. So one thing I do is I have it all on silence. I don't get a single text message from anybody except for my husband. Everybody else, when I check the phone and I open up the app, then I see the text. I don't have a badge down at the bottom that tells me I have five messages. Same with my email. I only get on there and open it whenever I get on there and open it. And I've actually gotten into a pretty good habit that I'm now only checking my email on the computer, not even on my phone, which has been really freeing. But the texts, I actually, I'm going to admit, I think I turned the notifications back on for the text. So I'm going to do that when I get off this podcast. I'm going to fix my, do all the things on my phone. Another thing is to use Siri or Alexa or Google whoever more regularly. So set it up so you can say, hey, Siri, what's the weather? Or, hey, Siri, do I have anything on my computer, on my calendar for today? And that way you're getting the information you need from the phone without having to pick it up and get sucked in the black hole of checking everything else. Another great thing to do is I keep my phone on silent all the time. That means I would still get a buzz when there's notifications, but if you shut off all the notifications, you're not worried about that. And as many telephone, like telemarketers, phone calls that I get, even though I'm on the do not call list and blah, 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 I still get so many and they would be distracting enough for me to pick up the phone, see that it's a number I don't know and hit decline and then start scrolling. So if you leave it on silent, then you're never notified when those phone calls come in. Honestly, if it's something that's really important, they're going to leave a voicemail. And if it's really, really important, you can have it on do not disturb. And it's like that if somebody calls in this three times in the span of two minutes or something, it will go through. Just tell people that are important in your life. That's what you need them to do. Another little thing I saw online, which I think I'm going to try because I have not tried this yet, is to go into your accessibility settings where it says display accommodations, and you can actually filter your entire screen to be grayscale. And I guess that's supposed to stop that like mental feedback of like shiny, bright, rainbowy colors on your phone, turning it to just like a boring grayscale, like back in the day, Nokia's. <laughs> So that would be a really good way to stop the visual appeal of it probably lighting up somewhere in your cortex, in your brain, and giving you that like positive crack-like feedback when it's just gray and boring. So I'm actually going to set that too. The last setting is to do do not disturb. You could do it all day, or you could set it so that it's from two hours before you go to bed until two hours after your normal wake-up time. And this would just be so that nobody can text you and bother you. You're not going to hear a buzz, anything like that. That way you can spend time in the bath or reading a good book instead of attached to the phone. Now, some practical things you can do in your actual life is make a rule that there are no phones in the bedroom, the bathroom, or the kitchen. 
I think what I'm going to do is we have a actual alarm clock in the garage and I know exactly where it is. And I'm going to go out and grab one because I use my phone, quote unquote, to check what time it is when the babies wake up in the middle of the night and to set an alarm. But if I get an actual alarm clock and set it right next to my bed, then I can charge the phone in the office and that won't be the first thing I do whenever I wake up in the morning or the last thing I do before I go to sleep. Ideally, in my life, the first and last things that I do in my day should be talking to God, but normally it's picking up my phone. So that goes to the next point is get an actual alarm clock so that you can charge your phone in another room. (laughs) I'm going to do that and I'm now deciding that my that the office will be where I charge the phone. Another practical tip is carry a book or a magazine or a notepad with you so that you can make an actual to-do list instead of saying that you need your lists and your notes on your phone. And you might put those in your phone a little bit later in the day, but instead of always picking it up to add another thing to the shopping list, just keep a note card or something so that you can do that. Going on with using a real to-do list, You could also create this to-do list every night or your morning routine and vow that you're not going to pick up the phone until you're done with your routine or these tasks you decided. So say, I'm not going to pick up my phone until I'm done with my coffee for the day. I've fed the kids. I've started the laundry and I brushed my teeth, you know, something like that. Another thing would be to set a reading goal. And I talked about this in the like my favorite things episode, but I have a reading goal of 50 books in 2019 and I'm probably not going to reach it, but that's fine. But it has really made me put the phone away and put Netflix away and start reading at night, which is much better to calm down my brain. It's like got my brain active, but it's a lot better for me easing into sleep than staring at this bright phone screen. And another one would be pick up a hobby that's kind of mindless and you can do while you're watching TV or whatever so that you're spending time with the people you're supposed to be spending time with, even if you're occupying your hands. So you could color or knit or crochet or cross stitch, which I have never figured out how to do. I have tried. I don't know why it's so complicated for me, but I suck at cross stitching, but you know, something like that. And then lastly, I've got apps that I've looked up that can help. So I don't have any of these apps, so I don't know, except for the usage that's on your phone already. You could set goals for your usage and check in on it regularly. I guess there is an app called Moment. From what I was reading, because I have my phone way far away from me right now because I didn't want to pick it up, what I was reading on Google was that this app Moment, I'm not sure if you have to pay or if maybe there's a free version and a paid version and a subscription or whatever, but this app Moment tracks your usage because you But you can also set time limits on each app. And so once you reach that time limit, it won't allow you to open that app anymore for the next, you know, until it resets or whatever. So that would be a really good one. If you're having a real problem, you know, and you really have a hard time shaking this habit, that would be a really good one to download. For me, not my budget to to download a subscription app. (laughs) But if there's a free version, that might be awesome. And then another one, which I think this one is free, is an app called Checky. It's an app, or I'm sure there's other ones like it, but it logs how many times you pick up your phone during the day. So not even just the time you spend on it. Like, do you pick up your phone to like check the time during the day? Then, then go get a $10 watch so that you can check the time on your watch instead of checking on your phone, because we all know you hit that home screen and it lights up. I at least don't stop there. The app checky, that app that could not be free moment. And then just checking in on your daily usage keeping the phone away from you, you know, maybe giving yourself, I will only check it during the kid's nap time or whatever it may be, all sorts of things like that. If you have any other things that you're like, oh, this is how I'm going to cut down on my usage, or I have cut down on my cell phone usage, and this is how I've done it. And I'm really proud of myself. And let me share this tip. 
then say something, share it on your Instagram stories, make an Instagram post, whatever. And then I can share it so other people can see it. I love Instagram is my favorite place to hang out, even though we're talking about not using your phone as much. And then my last three suggestions were using apps on your phone, which is super contradictory, but you get what I was trying to say. Anyways, I love hanging out on Instagram. That's like where my village is. Be like, I know those people. So if you came up with a way to cut down on the usage, or if you're super shocked and you're like, Hey, I need a swift kick in the butt and I'm going to do this. I'm going to set some goals and cut down this usage then tag me at holy hot mess mom. Let me know. I'll share it with the other ladies out there and it'll be great. As far as all that goes, I do want you to go open up an app in your phone before you do all of this. And it's your podcast app. Head over to your podcast app in your phone, click on holy hot mess mom podcast and give us a really good review and rating because the more reviews and ratings we get, the higher we trend on the podcast, like charts, which is going to make it when it says like suggested podcasts for you, it's going to pop up for other women to hear. And it might be a woman who needs to come to God, who's trying to find her way back to God. It might be a woman who feels like she is a hot mess. And in these trenches that every other shiny person in the world makes her feel like she's not good enough. And she needs to be able to laugh it all off and know that it doesn't matter if you have one kid or zero kids or 15 kids, we're all a hot mess. And we're all just trying to thrive on the way through it. Or somebody who might need some practical advice like things like this. Or maybe just someone who feels like they need a friend to listen to when they're driving all of their kids around everywhere in the car like me. (laughs) I would really appreciate it if you went to your podcast app and gave us a really great review and rating. This episode is over, but there's lots more content for you to check out on my website. Head over to holyhotmessmom.com for all sorts of downloads, posts, and ridiculous stories, as well as the show notes for today's episode. Don't forget to find me on Instagram and Facebook at holyhotmessmom, as well as in our exclusive mama Facebook group by searching Holy Hot Mess Mamas. That's Holy Hot Mess, M-A-M-A-S, so we can connect, share, encourage, uplift, laugh, and be virtual best friends. Do you have a topic or something you want to hear about on the show? Shoot me an email at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions. If you like this episode, would you do me a huge favor and head over to your podcast app and give us a rating and review so that more ladies can find our podcast. The more great reviews we have, the wider we reach with our support, tips, laughs, and encouragement. I would really appreciate it. Until next time.